From 1924 when he threw rocks around a canyon Down into the modern age he's been a boon companion Though many folks have seen him know now none of them have held him Or brought a decent hair sample to Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum If you're walking through the woods one night and you see a vague footprint Build a mold and cast that bitch Cause it could be a hit But if you've never seen a Sasquatch Just seek and you will find Because Bigfoot is a state of mind Yes, Bigfoot is a state of mind Hey everybody, welcome to The Hidden Zoo, where every week we make fun of an animal that probably doesn't exist. My name is Don, and with me as always is Blake. Hey, Don. Hey, Blake. And as we mentioned last week in the episode that we just recorded five minutes ago, because we tend to do these in batches, uh, Ryan's out. He's uh, training a new guitarist for his band because he says he's an old man and he needs somebody else who can play sweet guitar licks while he sings. Well, like... He blew out all his. He blew out his legs and all that David Lee Roth stuff. Yeah, his knees are in bad shape. They bend backwards now, like the aliens from The Arrival with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, it's like, come yeah. on, dude. How many like flying scissor kicks can you do per I show? Know. I know, especially when you're like 37 or whatever. It's just it's a shame. Um, uh, I uh, so as we record this today, uh, it is right in the middle of E3. And I don't know if you follow this, but I do because I play a shitload of video games. And uh, so Bethesda is putting out Fallout 76, and there's not a lot of information about, like, what the game's going to be. But apparently in the most recent teaser, and they're, I guess they're, like, going to go online, or they're going to go on for the press conference in, like, an hour and say exactly what it is. But in the recent teaser, uh, it, part of the game, like, one of the places you can go in the game is Point Pleasant, West Virginia. So if fucking Mothman is not in this video game... You know it's gonna be. I'm gonna be so disappointed. You think it'll be it'll be referenced or it'll be an actual monster? Oh, I just hope it gets referenced. Like there's a quest surrounding the Mothman. Like I don't care if you actually have to fight it. I just want there to be a reference to Mothman in the game somewhere. For sure, there's gonna be. Yeah, they they almost have to. I mean, it's the only thing the fucking town is known for. Well, and a vault now, apparently. Well, yeah, Vault 76, somewhere in West Virginia. <clears throat> but word is it's going to be like uh, an online co-op base building game, like DayZ or Rust, which well, makes Minecraft. me... like Yeah, well, no, not Minecraft. They got like like a... I don't know. It's just like I don't... I don't... Why the fuck would I want to do that? I play Fallout games because they're single player and I don't have to bother with other assholes. And they're just ripping that. off, like, a different game and putting a Fallout sheen on it. But I, well, we'll see. We'll see. It better not be only multiplayer. That would suck. Yeah, I know. I like only multiplayer. Well, sometimes they're fun. But I like the option. To play, of, yeah. Yeah. Or, hey, maybe somebody hasn't always had internet all the time. Oh, are you saying that, that <laughs> sometimes you're, <laughs> you're not working on a, on a hit television show? That's yeah. And sometimes you just don't have money for stuff like internet. <laughs> sometimes you're a pillbilly. Television show. I don't know anybody who's doing that. <laughs> it's it's what is it? Season six now? Season five? five? Yeah. Believe that? I can't believe it either. They go. It, I I can't. How can it not be a hit show and go for five seasons? Like The Expanse was a hit show and Sci-Fi killed it after three. That one's way more expensive. Well, yeah, but it was also way more successful. Yeah, and way 
Man, way better. Let me come on. That show's rad. I'm excited they got picked up. Yeah, Amazon picked it up, right? Yeah, but yeah. Zom- oh, fucking zombies. Who gives a shit anymore? Zombies are a little overplayed, I think. We hit peak but... zombie a few years ago, and I don't think anybody noticed. Well, apparently people, because, I mean, I gave up on Walking Dead, like, season two. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm done with this. But people gave, were giving up on that and switching over to our zombie show. Yeah, your zombie show. The Walking Dead for Juggalos, that one. Yeah, that's yeah, Walking Dead for Juggalos. But what 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 I've been told is that your zombie show, if you're sick of the self serious bullshit of The Walking Dead, yours is a lot of fun. It can be. It when it lets itself be silly, it's pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. But when it doesn't do the serious very well, <laughs> which is frustrating that it can't pick a tone. So it does it does the silly really well when it lets itself be silly. It sounds like to me it sounds like uh oh shit. What was that vampire one with Sookie? True Blood? True Blood. Yeah, that which was another out really fun and silly. Yeah, and it, but you could tell like almost on an episode by episode basis that there were there was a war in the writers room between the people who realized how inherently silly it was and the mm-hmm. people who thought it was dead fucking serious. And it just never picked an interest. It never picked a, a tone, and I never enjoyed it for that reason. Like the serious stuff was fucking dumb because it was a silly show, and it wasn't silly often enough to make up for that. I'm still irritated they did they didn't do a zombie Sasquatch. <laughs> I should have just wrote a script <clears throat> and submitted it. Yeah, just write a spec script. I said here I wrote a script for zombie Squatch. Do it. For like group people will write scripts and they'll be like, oh wait. Can you work this, you know, work this into our overarching thing <laughs> now, and then you can be a writer? <laughs> Just do a it. Couple, a couple of people who were doing L- L- other things on the show that, that they, have written an episode. They actually did that? Yeah. So why don't you do it? Do it! No, no, it, didn't, it didn't occur to me. I, I just was like, hey, you guys should do Zombies Fastwatch. How silly would that be? And get yeah. a fun celebrity guest to come in and to be a just crazed... Survivalist Bigfoot Hunter. <laughs> Zombie cryptozoologist. You should, dude. Seriously. I know you probably can't while the show's happening. No, it's when, when I have time to yeah. do like during, during the hiatus, you need to write the Zombie Sasquatch episode if they get for picked up for season six. six. <laughs> it's shocking, I know. But hey, we got one of the stars from Jaws the Revenge in this season. Michael Caine? I won't say who... Michael Caine. Oh, it's Michael Caine. Jaws the Revenge. You, wait, did you get... You got the shark. <laughs> yeah, Bruce you got, you got the Bruce roaring shark. shark appearance. <laughs> or the, the boat. Technology hasn't improved. In fact, it's gotten worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. We just have, we have to make another fucking lab. Uh, why? Because like, there's always a lab. Why don't you just reuse the same lab? And change it a well, little bit. it's the same shit from the other previous labs. <laughs> it's just another lab. It's always like every refugee camp thing has the same barrels and crates <laughs> that have been moved around over and over again for five years. Oh, we're going on five years now. So you, so if you, if you look at the background of what's going on, you'll see the same kinds, the same crates with some camo net on them. Because refugees always have crates with camo nets. Yeah, mostly what it's really for is to just block block the sight lines of shit they don't want you to look at. Just whatever, <laughs> just whatever building is there, there's a big stack of crates in front of it. 
so you're really not in the middle of Spokane. <laughs> you're somewhere else. You uh, can't see that's, those, that's, like, a building from downtown that's recognizable. So there's some crates in the way. That's, that's movie magic right there. Yeah, that's really that's the golden age of TV right there. Yep, and then you throw a camo net over it to just break up the hey. line. Hey, Blake. Uh, hey, so if we film, if we film the uh, the the refugee camp over here, you're gonna be able to see this Porta John, where you know where we take a shit. We we'll just put some crates in there. Nope, oh, there's the stack of crate or two. <coughs> that's about five or six of those military Lego crates worth <laughs> worth of real estate you need right there. <laughs> That's what I tried season three on props to put the, because they always rev, they gather supplies or they load or unload supplies. That's all the time. Well, they're, they're fucking with supplies. Either they're either finding it or moving it. And so I kept putting the exact same little like half gallon gas can <laughs> thing in every time they were doing supplies. So I made it in every. <laughs> Until the last, like the last episode or something, so it was like, "What? Are, why do you always put this, the same stupid gas can in there?" I was like, "Well, because that's funny. <laughs> that it's the same scene over and over again. Why not use one of the same, some of the same items? How many times has that box of MREs come out of or into a truck? <laughs> no one ever eats them. Nope. They just keep moving them. There's a gray blanket for you, Doc. Throw it in the truck. <laughs> oh, I took it out of the truck too in the last episode. No, that was a different gray what blanket. <laughs> so, so all the same stuff shows up. You'll see the same equipment and weapons just recycled through. Because it's a, there's not money for that. It's <laughs> that's great though. I'd much rather get paid than get some new shit to look at. Yeah, and <laughs> chances are nobody notices. Yeah, no one. Yeah, no one outside of. People who would look at that and watch a lot of the show would. Yeah, but I feel like it's not it's not the kind of show for people that dig into the minutia. Like there aren't a lot of in depth Westworld style fan theories for your show. No, there's like, not a ton of. If you're looking for all the detail, it's not there. The, the show where season three ended with a literal cliffhanger, like yeah, that's how on the nose they were. Literal cliffhanger. That then season four is just kind of like addressed in dialogue, kind of. <laughs> Because the it doesn't come back with last year, previously on you know with like whatever like a you know a nice Batman Scooby Doo, yeah. Or I guess an anime one would be more fun. Yeah, so you get like your your Dragon Ball Z intro. That would have because it, yeah, season four doesn't start with that. It's just kind of like, wait, what? Man, wasn't that crazy how we climbed back up that cliff three months yeah. ago? Where'd you even get that beaver costume? <laughs> Man, and and, and, and that and that helicopter's missiles t- missed us completely, and then, then it just really flew away. Them. Then it just Didn't flew really, away. Didn't really watch any season four, so I don't really know how they resolved that. <laughs> I had to watch. I watched the Juggalo episode <laughs> to see your cars. Yeah, we painted. That's got a lot of one-time use items. Because whenever is the cases of Fago going to come up again? <laughs> But we had you should have. They should. Too bad you're 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 on set deck instead of props now, because then those could have been part of the supplies every time. They just yeah, they could have pilfered and then incorporated some clown. Same two liter of Fago, <laughs> MREs, Jerry can Fago, some looted clown uh, clown equipment. 
That was that's got a, that was a ton of episode specific stuff because you're never oh, going to use a gold spray painted toilet again <laughs> until you do your Donald Trump episode. Well, that was a fun set and all the scenery because construction built a ton of really cool shit that went in there. Like they built a, a big a spinning knife throw wheel. Oh shit! That they strapped an actor to and spun him around. They built a like a a ball throw thing where you throw it through the holes, and they were throwing billiard balls at a guy who was strapped to this thing, and they're hitting him through the holes in the well a giant clown face doorway <laughs> thing. It's super cool. It looks great. <laughs> so it was like the most expensive like, episode you did. It was it was the Juggalo episode. I have no idea how much that costs because now I'm not seeing numbers for things. But I wonder if it costs more than having George R. R. Martin. <laughs> Yeah, George R. R. Martin was on the show. I bet he just did it for fun. I met, yeah, I met him and talked to him a lot about just doing the show. Nothing <laughs> about what mentioned anything involving why you would talk to George R. R. Martin. But I have a, I have a fake George R. R. Martin book signed by George R. R. Martin, <laughs> which is fucking cool. It is really cool. Called the, like the winds of spring or something. <laughs> it's like yeah, pastiche of the two books he's eventually maybe gonna finish. Yeah, and so we had somebody I don't remember who made it, but made a cool book cover that looked a lot like those. And I we just wrapped it around a normal because most hardcover books are the same height. Yeah, they're just different thicknesses. So it's actually really easy to make fifty fake books. <laughs> you just get fifty books. Yeah, you with can, the same cover. Well, now I have a. a phony one that's autographed by George Martin. That's so badass. That was pretty exciting. I had that like hide some because all the you know the top of the line people or over the line people come in with their friends and just like take shit. Uh-huh. So I didn't know that was going to happen because we had like a legit celebrity. So I'd like hide, like kick a bunch under a desk so that then when all the the producer types come in there were some left for the crew. <laughs> hey Blake. Yes sir. What's your, what's your cryptid? <laughs> what are we going to make fun, fun of this week other than the TV show that you work on? I don't know. It's fun. It's okay. I believe it's five seasons in, but it's a good, it's a fun show to work on. Even if there's another lab. <laughs> Sometimes you should, bring you should like... a little bit more because I, I work with some people who were on Grimm, so they have fun stories about Grimm. Yeah. And you were, you were also uh, worked on and were in a uh, fucking Macklemore video. Oh, yeah, my cat got cut out. Yeah, but really you were in it. So I'm still in it because <laughs> I was wrangling the cat. They cut the cat part out, so I'm still in it, just sitting there in a cool 70s wig and <laughs> wide-collar shirt. We can so link I, to that. <laughs> let the post uh, the freeze frame of it. <laughs> yep. There's me... Talking to one of the women from the first shot of the thrift shop video. <laughs> but it's not the thrift shop video. It's, no, it's, no it's, it was like... Down, downtown. That, that's that one. That one. So my cryptid for the week is the Chupacabra. We yeah! finally got there. Finally. We did it, everyone. We did it. We did it. Yay. The Chupacabra. Chupacabra. The, can I... Can I... Can I... <laughs> we need a soundboard. I've been thinking about making a soundboard for us. We need it one. only needs the triple air horn. That's yeah, all. hold on. Okay, hold on. I bet I can find it somewhere, and then we can do this again. Well, chupacabra is Spanish for 
the chupacabra. Okay, now say it again. Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. Okay. Uh, we made. Hang on. We made it, you guys. It's El Chupacabra. Yeah. How many, <laughs> how many episodes we took to get to the Chupacabra? Only fifteen, six, sixteen. I think it's sixteen. Yeah. Hey, you wait long enough. Yeah. And you send enough letters, you'll get what you want. Uh. Yeah. So thanks everybody who was writing in and asking for the Chupacabra. We received your three and a half by five self-addressed stamped cards. Yes, um, we don't appreciate the dick pics. We did not ask for those. Some of them were were very creative, though. So yeah, I mean, a lot of you put a lot, paid a lot of attention to 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 you put some some effort into it. I'm just gonna rip off your your dick pic bit bit from your stand-up routine. <laughs> you remember <laughs> the rule of thirds? You, it was well lit. <laughs> exactly, but as I remind everyone. You shouldn't neglect the balls. No. So, a lot of effort wasn't spent on the balls. So, tell us about the chupacabra. <laughs> chupacabra. This is a dumb one, too. Oh, yeah. They're this all pretty the, dumb. I don't, this is one of the, the most famous of the stupid ones. Yeah, but it, it's also, like, the most famous of the Mexican ones. That's true, Ed. Although, it did not originate... In Mexico. Oh, really? I didn't know that. No. Oh. Uh, the Chupacabra was first reported in Puerto Rico. Oh, cool. How did it get to Mexico from an they, island? They had power at the time, so they could see more shit. Yeah. But it was first reported in, let's see, 1995. Really? It doesn't go further back than 95? No, nope, 1995 huh. in Puerto wow. Rico. Eight sheep dead. And allegedly drained of blood. Ooh. That's a big thing. That's chupacabra. It means a goat sucker. Sucks the blood of goats and apparently sheep. Because yep. I believe chupar is the verb for to suck. <laughs> and then a cabra is a goat. Cool. Yeah, so, that's, so there, the there great, are nice... actually multiple descriptions of the creature. There is the reptilian version, which looks kind of like I'm not sure what it looks like. It looks sort of like a really evil Looney Tunes character. Yeah, it's, I another one you're talking about. It's got it's, like he's spikies. Got, he's got a little gray alien type head, but with spikes. Yeah. So the big eyes with the almond shaped head. It's, it and looks it's, like it, it looks like something from Fallout New Vegas a little bit. Yeah. <clears throat> like not like something that would be in New Vegas. And it's got little grabby owl hands. And, and digit, digitigrade back legs. Yeah. And it stands upright. And, and like, Sonic the Hedgehog spikes. Yeah, so it's got <laughs> kind of like a dorsal comb, like an iguana. Yeah. Of spikes. And there's a different kind that looks, actually looks more like a thylacine than anything else. You mean uh, a dog with mange? It looks like a dog with mange because it's probably a dog with mange. That's, I'm getting there. <laughs> in this in this version, it looks it looks very canid, kind of like maybe an African wild dog, you know, the spotty ones. Yeah, so like, like that, like uh, kind of like a larger Chinese crested. Yeah, like long and <laughs> like the, yeah. There's versions of it, and a lot of them are gross. Yeah, but in like the, generally, generally they all have some type of like spiny thing on their backs. Like that's pretty common to the chupacabra. Yeah. And then the, there's been many alleged finds of dead chupacabras, which in every case have proven to be some kind of dog or coyote 
with a skin condition. Yeah. Oh, poor dogs and coyotes. Yeah, wild wild animals have it rough. They do. They get gross. They get they get so gross they're mistaken for monsters. Mm-hmm. Because of all the awful things that happen to them. Let's see. So fox and the 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 kills are probably attributable to you know regular dogs, cats, coyotes, foxes, etc. Yeah. I always wonder, like, when, when some animals die and there are known predators in the area, why somebody feels the need to make up a new one. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. So, mm. And then the explanations is just the way some like, animals decompose sometimes looks like they're bloodless. I read that in one of these. Oh, you know, one of these wiki things. <laughs> some Not explanation my... for chupacabras. But El Chupacabra has spread throughout Latin America and into the United States. So it's like the the uh, the dinosaurs at the end of Jurassic Park, the novel. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a weird comparison, but yeah, they make it to land somehow. Mm-hmm. The Chupacabra, and then they spread throughout well through Mexico, probably just because of the Spanish speaking. Shared language with Puerto Rico, <laughs> they, I guess. I don't know. They, the Chupacabra speaks Spanish, so it's just much easier to navigate yeah. in Mexico <laughs> and southern southern Texas. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had to get across the that big unsecured border because, you know, there's nothing stopping him. No. You know what this has to be thinking about now? Like a cryptid, like that's that's a seafaring migratory cryptid, is, is if all these things exist, what Noah's Ark would have been like. Because like, you get like, the creationists will say shit like, oh, oh, there's dinosaurs on Noah's Ark and they didn't die off till after the flood. But they never bring up like the Bigfoot pen and the Chupacabra pen on Noah's Ark. Oh, animals eat other animals, Noah. How'd you keep them for 40 days? <laughs> he had like a pair, a breeding pair of Jersey Devils. <laughs> yeah. And then one of them got stabbed by a unicorn. Yep. And then they both drowned. All the stuff that they left. Yeah, they left, left that out of my Bible. <laughs> You're reading the wrong one. Oh, the, the King James Version, I think, has all that in it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Kim, 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 Kim James Kim James Eel. Kim James Eel. Kim James, King James a secret, Un. A secret scroll. Yeah, one of the Dead Sea Scrolls that was all about like how Jesus met a Sasquatch in the desert. He's like, these goddamn Catholics... Cut all the good shit out of the Bible. How dare they remove the Ahul from the Bible? There's zero reference to the Burundi in the New Testament. <laughs> Everybody knows. Did I just make that one up? Or yeah, that's I... a country, I think. <laughs> that didn't sound right, but it sounded kind of right. Everybody knows Makuli Mbembe had a major role to play on the Sermon on the Mount. Don't worry, we're going to get to Lesotho at some point. <laughs> that one's actually real, I that, think. That, that, is a, that, is, that is the country that's inside South Africa. I know. So is Swaziland. <laughs> that terrible, terrible uh, mythological creature, Swaziland. <laughs> oh, the Chupacabra. The Chupacabra has been in an X-Files episode. They did a grim episode about it. Of course, Monster Quest looked for it. I bet they found it, too, and killed it. Or maybe it chased it. Wait, what was the one we were talking about where the guys went into the cave and you couldn't even watch it? Oh, that one. What was that called? Cave Monsters or something? Yeah, like dumb... That dumb, was really dumb. Dumb assholes with, a, with an infrared camera. 
and they had that their one. muscle, which is just a fat guy <laughs> with a goatee. <laughs> Wonder if and they ever found Chupacabra. Never allowed to bring his guns wherever they're going, so he just has to like, say tough shit and have a knife. Well, to be fair, in the state of Washington, there it is illegal to kill a Sasquatch if they exist. True. There is a law against that. So again, don't shoot at a Bigfoot because it's probably a guy in a suit. Number one. <laughs> But even but if it's not, you're you're you may go to jail. Oh, in the 2014 comedy series Mike Tyson Mysteries, they did a Chupacabra episode. Oh, cool! I love watching uh, cartoons about rapists. <laughs> hey guys, this is I'm Mike Tyson. I rape ladies, and and this is my Chupacabra. You're thinking of that big purple ape? Grape ape? <laughs> Wait, did you say grape? Yes, grape ape. Oh, that show makes yeah. a lot more sense. Yeah, really. It, does. it makes a lot. Yeah. You, <laughs> you should have paid closer attention to Hanna-Barbera when you were a kid. It's a dumb joke. <laughs> it's a terrible joke, yes. Rape ape. Fucking is Mike a, Tyson. Shit, is that a rape joke? Yeah, maybe. I don't think it is. It's more about... It's it's more about a stupid cartoon. play about yeah. a giant gorilla cartoon. So, anyway, Mike Tyson... Convicted rapist <laughs> yeah, anyway. who apparently got a pass from Hollywood, like fucking Mel Gibson called a called a female cop sugar tits and ranted about the Jews and been pursuing a non grata for like fifteen years now. Mike Tyson rapes somebody and they're all like, "Yeah, be in three Hangover movies and have your own cartoon series." Well, he still gets a direct. Mel Get Gibson. Mel Gibson, yeah. So yeah, I guess he's not completely out, but fuck. Why do people pay attention to Mike Tyson? And give him work. I don't know. He's interesting. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's really interesting. He's got a a sit down thing where he says he tells stories. I don't want to hear his stories. They're interesting. He's really into pigeons now. I know he's into pigeons, but you know what else he's into? Sexual assault. <laughs> Fuck him. Uh, anyway. So where do you stand on the uh, the director hiding in France? Uh, fuck him too. <laughs> Like I feel like the like the girl he anally raped, who has openly like publicly said, just drop it, just leave it alone. Um, like I think of the guy's name, Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. Yeah, yeah. like she's fa- had to deal with this for what like twenty some years now. It would it's it's only natural to oh, say just yeah. leave it alone, uh, and and. Never, nothing's ever going to happen. But the fact that the French are just like, oh, we oui, we oui, we understand that he uh, stuck his PP in an underage girl's uh, bum, but uh, he made such wonderful movies as that he uh, is allowed to do these things. I didn't know he knew the Pink Panther. <laughs> Not the big well, Professor or it's Professor Clouseau, Inspector Clouseau. Clouseau. <laughs> Professor Clouseau is a different character. <laughs> that, that's uh, the, that's every Frenchman. Didn't you know that? They all sound like that. Did you know that there's a sci-fi original movie titled Chupacabra versus the Alamo? What? Versus yeah, the, the entire Alamo? Well, they do. <laughs> they are. Oh, man, this is embarrassing that I read this and now know this these facts. <laughs> John, no, oh no, John Reese Davies is in the other one. This one has it's Eric Estrada. Oh, classic. And at the end of the movie, they fight Chupacabras at the Alamo. I, I, um, why haven't we watched that? More of a wall at a gift shop than a fort, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it's also like in the middle of a large city surrounded yeah. on all sides by modern buildings. Don't worry about it. They fight you. Okay. Cameras at the, the Alamo. They get they get up to it and they're like, "What the? What is this place that we have to defend from the chupacabras?" And Eric Estrada's like, "You guys, you forgot." And they're like, "Oh my god, we didn't remember." Again, so they just have to attack the Alamo. <laughs> Do they have? I wonder if they have like their own version of uh, of like Davy Crockett on their side. And then yeah, like there's Eric a chupa. Estrada. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, naturally. Chupacabra Santa Ana. <laughs> oh, I found a, a picture of what they look like. Ooh, they look just... They look like a cartoony version of the mangy dog corpse that they send, always send, say is Chupacabra. Send me that. I want to see this. I want to see this shit. That's the one they went with. <laughs> it's at the bottom of the Chupacabra cryptid wiki page. Oh, okay. I'll just do that. So there's not a lot to say about Chupacabra. Though well, they, it's it a goat sucker. Possibly explained in that the same time the chupacabra was reported the first the, the first time it was reported in Puerto Rico, one of the affiliates there was Eric Species. Was what? The 1990 whatever film Species. Oh shit! That was being filmed but, in Puerto Rico. No, they were just airing it. Oh 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 okay. So it was being shown on one of the networks there like that week. And then, you know, not, or probably not coincidentally, this first description of the Chupacabra bears some resemblance to the alien from that movie. So it had, like, sweet titties? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they never mentioned the Chupacabra's really great boobs. Yeah. Like Scandinavian supermodel. Oh, yeah. Chupacabra. Could and suck any, covered... could, could, could suck any dick it wants, but it doesn't. It just wants to suck goats. And then just Giger stuff all around it. Yep. Oh, I'm looking up the X-Files episode, and I had forgotten that this one, it's just dudes who turn into Chupacabra. Do you remember that? Is that what that one was? Yeah, it's just like... like migrant camps? Yeah, yeah, and they just grow big heads and look weird. <laughs> yeah, so X-Files was so hit or miss. Yeah, usually if... Uh, if fuck, what's his name? There's, there's one dude who did uh, does all the comedy episodes. He was in them or right? No, who wrote, wrote them. them. He wrote them all. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That I, was fun that they did that every season. Yeah, but his were always gold. Let's see. So, oh, the other explanation for the, the, the less goofy alien-looking one is just canids with mange. <laughs> yep. I wonder what, so you think the reptoid, like the reptilian one thing, just straight up came from species? That's what a lot of the reputed origin stories seem to say the original eyewitness in, in Puerto Rico said that it looked like the chick from Species yeah that her version her her first version looks a lot like the creature <laughs> from the creature sill from Species oh Darren Morgan that's the guy I'm thinking of like if he wrote an episode it is worth watching I'll have to ask the guys who worked on Grimm if they remember the Chupacabra episode that Grimm did. So I didn't really watch that show a lot. Yeah, I, didn't, I never watched now it. Now I know people who worked on it. They got to do hospitals a lot. Cool, instead of labs. Yeah, that was their lab, was the hospice, doing hospitals. You should borrow somebody's dog and be like, I got a lab, guys. 
I thought we'd switch it up this year. Every season we have a lab, I thought we'd have a different one. Just they go into the room to to check it out. This is an empty room with a dog. (laughs) This is your lab. I don't they don't I don't get it. What's this isn't funny. Like, no, get it? It's a lab. Labrador, dog. It's it's a black lab. You know, like like Yeah, the lab's over with the over here. Yeah. We get to use a college lab, so I assume there's gonna be a bunch of stuff already there. Which where you at? Eastern Washington? Nice. Yeah, I don't think Gonzaga would have anything to do with your your bullshit. <laughs> well, they don't need they don't need money. Also, they're a Catholic university, and, and this probably you probably devil do a devil shit with the zombies. Probably, yeah. It's all evil. We did do a church episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! With zombie priests and zombie nuns. I bet that was hot. Well, I haven't seen that one yet, but then. They push the altar aside, and there's a European catacomb underneath. Of course, underneath a you know suburban suburban church. Well, there are catacombs under Spokane. Like there legit are. This is set in Canada. Oh, so okay. You just filmed in Spokane. Canada, not rural, but you know, like suburban Canada. And there's a church with a full-on Last Crusade crypt underneath. Oh, it. sweet. So silly, but fun to, that was fun to make. So I, I think this is as good a time as any to mention that I used to work with a guy who was a little nuts and, uh, no. he, we worked third shift together and I was his boss and, uh, it was, it was third shift in a group home for troubled teens. And most of our job was just making sure the kids didn't run away. And then you get them up at six, get them ready for school and send them on their way. We worked from 12 to eight, midnight to eight. And this dude, we'll call him Ed, because his name was Ed, uh, he sometimes would just, like, he would need a distraction. And he would find his distractions in many ways. Sometimes he'd just bring in his PSP and play Lumens or whatever. Uh, Sometimes he would hear noises on the roof and then, like, radio me on the walkie-talkie and tell me that the chupacabra was on the roof. And, like, he wasn't joking. He was, like, he would just, like, he heard something on the roof in the room he was in. And I hear on the radio, Don, Don, yeah, hey, Ed, you need a break? No, no, I'm good. But I heard someone on the roof. I think it was Chupacabra. Like, he wasn't joking. Like, no, yeah, it's definitely Chupacabra. Ed, we're in, we're in Indiana. Yeah, I know, but, you know, they can migrate. Are you sure it wasn't one of the raccoons that live in the woods behind the house? No, dude, it wasn't a raccoon. I swear, it's got, it's got to be Chupacabra. So, so did you want to scream while intermittently keying your walkie? <laughs> so he just hears. Broken. No, no. What happened was he said, he said, it's Chupacabra. And then I went like this. Yes. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah. Sound effect makes me laugh. Woo. <laughs> but no, it's like he seriously tried to convince me there was a Chupacabra on the roof of, uh, of a house in, in, in Indiana. So that was cool. I keep hoping that when I'm listening, when if I'm driving through central Washington and I have a salsa y merengue station on, that during one of the rapid fire Spanish commercials, I'll just hear Chupacabra in there somewhere. <laughs> I don't know, but they're doing something Saturday and it involves Chupacabra. Now I want to write a parody of Despacito called That's Chupacabra. I mean, it's got the same number of syllables. 
Chupacabra. Sabro, sabro, sabro. <laughs> Chupacabra. <laughs> so, uh, recorded in amazing announcer Spanish. Uh, one time, Blake and I came up with an outline for a Chupacabra um, uh, erotic novella. Oh, right. I forgot all about that. And, like, I think, wait, was I still. It I don't think we had a title for it. I remember the outline. Like, I remember, because I still. I still kind of want to write this. Because if Come for Bigfoot can have, like, 25, you know, sequels and counting. Why also, can't this one's became suddenly relevant? Uh, the what? We call our basic outline of forbidden love. Yes, but because it was, she, was, it she, was. An ICE agent she was an ICE agent. She was a border support. patrol. She was a border patrol agent who, like, her boyfriend was like abusive and shitty, and and so like the setup was like she takes a truck back and and uh, and like it's an empty truck and then somebody's like oh shit there's something in there and she goes back to check and nothing's there but like she, like she hears things and, like feels a breeze move by but she doesn't see anything so she's like oh whatever and then she goes home and she keeps thinking something's watching her or following her but she doesn't see anything so then she gets back home and like we establish her boyfriend's a piece of shit and uh then she goes to lay down after he like attempts to beat her or something and then she hears him scream and she goes out and the chupacabra followed her home and is like murdering her boyfriend and sucking his blood, and then they fuck. <laughs> and that's as far as we got. No, we got a little further because they have to go on the run because he's an illegal immigrant and she's an ICE agent. Oh man, then they fuck. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Oh, we should do it. Comfort, comfort, Bigfoot's a real thing. It is. Which is pretty great that that exists. Yep. Well, between that and, like, the psychic T-Rex fucking a lady. <laughs> like, of course somebody somebody would buy our Chupacabra erotic 60-page novella. Was I ever able to find for you that Jurassic Park one? No. Oh, it's really, it's pretty graphically great. This is why you have to come to Gen Con again sometime so we can do another fan fiction panel. Fan fiction panel was so much fun. It was awesome. Oh, shit. We really, some of those, I remember that one lady sitting kind of in the middle who didn't think she wanted to laugh at that and then was laughing. Yeah, who was like worried that it was going to be offensive to the writers oh, no. and then realized, oh no, shit, this is, this is terrible. And also I'm scandalized. <laughs> I'm having such a good time. Oh my God, did RoboCop just put a bat grenade where his penis should be and put it in Batman's butt? Something there was. So, I, I I ran across a reference to thirty H's on something. <laughs> uh, talking to the the guy who originally wrote it. Yeah, about how he's like ashamed of it. It was a really weird part of his life. Yeah, and I I, I remember well, reading something too where half of it is pretty terrible. You should be ashamed of that. Yeah, but, but it's like the the shit he's doing incredible. now isn't much better. Yeah, this weird puppet shit. Yeah. Oh, there's a dramatic reading of that on YouTube. Anyway, uh, so do you have a real creature? Oh, I kind of forgot about that. Let me let me pull something real quick. All right, pull it right out of your ass. Gonna let's see, Chupacabra. Have you done the thylacine? No. You did. No, did I someone didn't. do a thylacine? I don't think so. The Tasmanian tiger. Yeah, that's yeah. A, also a, it's in the category of cryptids that might still exist. Yeah, yeah, thylacine. 
which gets Tyler cited every once in a while. Is the Tasmanian tiger, also known as the marsupial tiger. It's like a tiger with a pouch. See, let me find the info. They live in Tas. Well, they lived in Tasmania. Obviously, formerly known as Van Diemen's Land. And they were. They also lived on the on the mainland of Australia too. Formerly known gone. as Australia. Yeah, but they were gone or extinct, or rare, very rare, or extinct by the time that Europeans got there. But it was on, still on Tasmania, along with the Tasmanian Devil, which is still there. Yes, but they're endangered, if I remember correctly. But the thylacine, it looks looks kind of like a like a weird looking coyote. Yeah, would be about approximate size and shape. I wonder why they call it a Tasmanian tiger when it does look more canid. Yeah, it's stripes. Oh, yeah, the stripes. That's why. Yeah. And it but, also has stripes. So it's, you, you know what's like, you know what's cool about things like the thylacine and like and and the tree weeda for that matter is that when when there's a particular niche an, uh, an evolutionary niche to fill, things are going to change in certain ways that allow them to fill that niche without becoming something like the Tasmanian tiger filled a predator niche but did not become a dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, uh, and and like the, the the tree weeda fills the niche of small land mammal because there are none in New Zealand. So instead, you just get really fuck off big bugs. Yeah. That just fill that hole in that environment. And the I'd say the thylacine is probably a good example of convergent evolution. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've got like two things yes. that evolved completely separately from different starts. But they had similar pressures on them that so made them move in similar ways, like bats well, and birds. Yeah, it's why like nuclear submarines all look the same. They do the same or a fighter plane. Fighter planes have evolved to do one thing, so they're all basically the same shape. Yeah, I remember reading about that and on the origin of species. Yeah. When Darwin was like, and the uh Galapagos fighter plane. Yeah, so yeah. This yeah. fighter plane had to had to pick up small seeds while this fighter plane needed to eat large seeds with thick hulls. Yeah, his chapter on the Sea Wolf class nuclear <laughs> attack submarine and the Russian Akula class. Yeah, and I mean he he bred he bred uh, fighter jets too. That's true. We have him to thank for the F thirty five. Well, that's a whole other weird podcast. <laughs> do. Shit, shit, Darwin didn't do. Yeah. And all the problems with that dumb plane. They've been working on that thing since I was in middle school. Yeah. Yes. I got a poster of that thing at an air show when I was in seventh grade. And for reference, we're both in our mid-30s. So 20 years they've been trying to make that damn plane happen. Yeah. So you know what else is cool about the thylacine? Like, it wasn't just convergent evolution to fill an apex predator niche. It was convergent evolution to uh, uh, to uh, for, for camouflage. Stripes. Yeah, to have stripes the same way a tiger or a zebra does to break up its profile and, and high grasses and brush. Like, how cool is that? Really strange, but not really strange because it's incredible, incredibly common. Is how many animals have some kind of pattern or contrasted color that intersects their eyes? What do you mean intersects their eyes? Like they have a patch of color that goes through where their eyes are. Oh, like a you mean like a raccoon? Yeah, like a raccoon. Yeah, it's got a little mask. Some kind of some kind of pattern that tries to break up their eye line. Yeah, and all, so many different animals have it. And I wonder how far back that goes. Like, I don't know. But phylogenetically, like, is is there a common ancestor with all the animals that have that eye breaky thing, or is that convergent evolution too? 
I think it was because I mean, reptiles, birds, ton of things have it. Yeah, I bet it goes Mammals. back pretty far. Okay, all right. The neat and the let's see. Oh, we also have photographs and film of the thylacine because it didn't go extinct until the 1930s. That's pretty cool. Because pressure was put, they treated it like a coyote or a, or a wolf. They, you know, the government had bounties on them. They yeah. were hunted to extinction. <clears throat> They're they pretty adorable. Terribly quickly. I wonder if this this is probably the kind of thing that could easily be de-extincted with modern uh, cloning technology. Well, what would you clone? Or what would, I don't even know. It, well, like, is what that would possible, you? What, you think? Yeah, there's got to be something that's similar enough that it could that it could carry it to term. Like they're talking about de-extincting mammoths and mastodons. They could de-extinct a thylacine. I don't know enough to speak on how it seems like it would be possible. Yeah. At well, some point. So to to de-extinct a mammoth or a mastodon, you take well, you do Jurassic Park shit, right? You take uh, existing DNA, which we have almost an entire genome, you know, multiple species of mastodons and, and uh, mammoths, which you can't do that with dinosaurs because DNA's half life is way shorter than sixty five million years. But we still have plenty of specimens that we have from like the the giant elephant type things, and you'd have to complete it with modern elephant DNA, just like they did with frog DNA in Jurassic Park, and you attempt to implant a fertilized embryo into the uterus of a modern elephant, and you do that until it takes, and bam, she gives birth to a mammoth. I guess we'll see. Yeah, that would be cool if they could de-extinct this one. Or this one, it's been it's been. Considered extinct since the, the let's see the late 30s, mm-hmm. but there have been a f- persistent sightings of it in Tasmania since then. Some of which are allegedly very credible. Yeah, but there's been no concrete evidence. There's this particular video that we're going to introduce to you now um, was filmed on. Did you hear that? Sounded very Australian. Yeah, I I just loaded up a. Uh, <laughs> I am myself a thylacine. I should have turned the sound off. Point. Yeah. <laughs> well, does, uh, he call it a, does he call it a cunt? Because that's, that's <laughs> what Australians do. That. This fucking stripey cunt. Fucking stripey cunt. He tried to convince everybody that he was extinct, but he's not. Come here, thylacine. Let's have a dust up. <laughs> I'm gonna stick my finger up your bum. It's okay, I won't hurt you. You know, that's uh, the fact that uh, that uh, the uh, the crocodile hunter, the Steve Irwin, never found a thylacine may be evidence that they are, in fact, extinct. Because he did go looking once, didn't he? Probably. Okay, so yeah, I, this is, I just loaded up a YouTube video of what claims to be a cre- credible sighting of a group of thylacines on video. But, like, so many cryptid things, it's far away and blurry, and yeah, it totally could be a thylacine. Or, or it could be dog, not a thylacine. A child yeah, anything. could be. It could be a dingo. Well, they have dingoes in Tasmania. Well, fuck you. This is in Western Victoria. It says so right there. Oh well, never mind. So it could be a dingo. That, so it's on the mainland. Yeah, it is on the mainland. All right. Well, we're a bit over long this week. We're about to hit fifty minutes. Excited about the thylacine. Yeah, thylacines are pretty sweet. Chupacabra. Chupacabra not not as sweet. Oh, males had a scrotal pouch. What? Unique amongst Australian marsupials. The in fuck? which they could withdraw their scrotal sac. Man, I wish I had that. Well, thanks, YouTube, for showing me, a, or Wikipedia, for showing me a picture of that. <laughs> he didn't have to click the link. Well, I didn't click on it. I just rolled over it, and boom, 
Scrotum. Okay, so now I googled scrotal pouch, and I just get ads for uh, jock straps. <laughs> well, I'm sure in, ger- in German that's what that means. <laughs> Die scrotal pouchen. Whatever the German word is for a jock strap just means scrotal pouch. <laughs> Probably. All one word. All right, so. Okay, are we done? Yes, I think we could be done. All right. So hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully next week we'll be back uh, with with all three of us and see whatever the fuck else we're gonna talk about. Something something cool and stupid. All I right. like those things. Things that are cool and stupid. Yeah. Yeah, like your TV show. <laughs> yeah. I brought it full circle. I did. Oh, man. All the way, all called back. All yeah, the way back. I gotta love that callback. All right, everybody. Well, as always, uh, thanks for listening to The Hidden Zoo, and be excellent to each other. See you next time. everybody thanks again for listening to the hidden zoo uh like i always say in various rambling terms uh, please you know if you listen to us uh subscribe to us on itunes or leave us a review if you like us because that helps more people find out about us and tell friends if you like making fun of cryptids and your friends like making fun of cryptids we like it too maybe they'll like it when we do it we're on twitter at the hidden zoo we got a facebook page at the hidden zoo and if you want to send us stupid emails or not stupid emails we're at hiddenzoo69 at gmail.com see you next week <laughs>